up y'all i'm jay and i'm jazz and this is the salt podcast saved and living transparent we're just a couple of millennial christians navigating life while also trying to live right here we get real yeah righteous about culture current events and the church as believers we're called to be the salt of the earth so you know we got to give this world just a little bit of flavor Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Salt Podcast, season two. Salt Podcast family, we really missed you guys. Um, God is good, always good. Um, It is 2022 and we are officially back in action. Um, Jayla, tell the people what you've been up to, girl. What's been going on for the last couple of months? It is crazy that we're back here yet again. Yes, Lord. I just want to say, what's up, Salt Podcast family? I miss y'all. How are y'all doing? I know you can't respond, <laughs> but tell me. I'm going to leave a little space for y'all to tell me. One, two, three. Okay, great. I'm glad you're doing so well. Um, <laughs> uh, y'all, I was just, I'm in a really, really, really good place. And of course, God is the reason. But I want to say Happy New Year's, Merry Christmas. Um, I know Valentine's Day, by the time we put this out, has passed. So Happy Valentine's Day. Um, but I am good. I'm blessed. Finished my first semester as I've stated. Of course, I'm in grad school. Uh, finished up my first semester pretty well. Um, all praises to God. Uh, started my new position as a graduate research assistant. Um, with the with Tennessee State's uh, Prevention, Re- Prevention Research Center. Um, so I serve as, like I said, the graduate assistants and I just help with, um, there's, it's a big project, but basically I'm assisting with the out, outreach uh, of it all, dealing with research and um, cancer disparity prevention, um, trying to stop the disparities in, in, in um, health outcomes of minorities as compared to white counterparts as it relates to cancer. So I'm excited about that. There's something new. Uh, classes seem pretty chill. Y'all know when y'all got a professor and they like seem real, like I got a pregnant one and she's like, we all only meet every other week. And so <laughs> it's, it's going to be a real nice little chill little semester. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm good. I'm loved. I'm well, healthy and well. How are you, Miss Thomas? I am so blessed. Um, I just thank God for, first of all, making it to 2022. Um, 2020 and 2021 were a doozy, um, if I can say that. Uh, it's been a lot going on, both good and bad. But I just thank God that, you know, we're recording again. Um, we made it to this year because a lot of people didn't make it, as the season saints would say. Um and as my pastor would say, I don't have a sad story to tell. God is really good. And I'm going to continue to just, you know, keep praising him and giving him thanks. I'm so grateful for this time in my life. Um, and it's so funny, like, I can tell with myself as I'm getting older, like, the church roots are just deep down within me and I cannot get away from it. Uh, it's nothing I can do. Like, you know, somebody always tell you, like, how you doing today? Blessed and highly favored, you know. Girl. And you really, <laughs> you really can't help it because it's just something that's like deep down in you. It's just like what you've grown up to know and like to believe. And now it's it's not just something you hear; it's something you believe down within your heart. So I just thank God, like for real. I don't mean to sound like a testimony service or anything like that, but 
Um, God is so good, y'all. Um, and Amen. a lot of you guys probably already know this from my social media, um, which I never, Jayla knows this, I never really tell people a lot of my accomplishments, especially on social media, but I was like, Lord, I'm a, I'm a brag on myself and brag on you because you're, you're the reason why this happened. But I most recently just got accepted into my doctoral program at the University of Alabama. So your girl is about to start her doctorate in the fall. Um, God is just, he keeps blowing my mind. I've always wanted to pursue a doctorate, but I wasn't sure. Um, and a lot of you guys know I got my MBA my master's a couple years ago and it just went so smoothly while I was working and I just felt like God was nudging me to do something even greater, even bigger, to serve students in higher education. And um I just stepped out on faith. I applied and God is good. I got into the program and it's just great. It's just great. My job is going well. Um we're we're just still trying to, you know, be a resource for students and um try to get them together for registration and get all their schedules mapped out but everything is still going well with me <clears throat> excuse me um uh, my family is doing well uh we're still in a pandemic but we're still blessed i haven't been in lack this whole time Amen. so and neither has jay um so we thank god for that and we pray all of you are not in lack because yes. we serve a god who has more than enough yes yes i just i pray and hope that Everybody is being fruitful in this season, and you're going after whatever God has placed in your heart to do. Um, and again, I don't want to sound like <laughs> a testimony service, but God has been good, y'all, like for real. He has been so faithful, so, so faithful. Um, and today, obviously, we're not doing a recap because this is season two, honey. Season two, we're starting off with a brand new episode. We got a bunch of great topics in store this season, and we cannot wait to just roll them out to you guys and just give us give you guys our experiences. Again, this is the SALT Podcast, Saved and Living Transparent. We want to give you guys unfiltered, you know, um, just our authentic selves, our, our, just be transparent about our experiences. And we want you guys to really be encouraged by what we are telling you guys and just know that God is, is for you. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, we're going to hop right into our, um, our main topic, our main discussion. So stay tuned for that. All right, guys, so our main discussion today, and I know we're switching it up a little bit because your girl is doing the main discussion and not Jay, but you know, we got to switch it up a little bit. Um, we can't keep doing the same tricks, you know, same old tricks. So got to keep y'all guessing. Right. We got to keep it fresh. We got to keep it fresh. So um, today our main discussion is, well, our topic is relationship versus religion. Relationship versus religion. Um, I think me and Jay both really believe like having a relationship with God is so, so important and it goes further than what you have learned in church. It goes further than what, you know, you, you learn about on Sunday morning, you know, the events that you do with your church, you know, if you work in different auxiliaries, different departments, if you serve in your church, it goes beyond that. Like we have to have mm -hmm. as young Christians, especially because we have so many other things going on. We have to have a true, authentic relationship with God. And it's not going to come overnight. Like I tell my students all the time, you have to continue to work at different things that you want to be good at. And something that you want to, if a relationship with, with God is something that is important to you and it's something that you cherish, you have to work at it. It's something that you have to set aside time for 
and really just, you know, commit yourself to it. It's not going to happen overnight, but you do have to put forth the work and the effort. Um, so, you know how we do, we have our scriptures, but today, um, we want to pull from the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 27. And this is from the Amplified version. And it says, and he replied, you shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. All right. So we know just based off this scripture, um, God, you know, he's commissioning us to not only love him with all of our heart, all of our souls, all of our minds, but to love others. All right. We can only do that if we have a true authentic relationship with God by ourselves. That goes past religion. It goes past the four walls of the church. Um, and Jay, I know you want to jump in right here. I hate to take up all the time, but but definitely first of all I want to give you uh snaps for the commission girl that's a <laughs> term I know I always heard in church <laughs> yes but <laughs> he's definitely you know in in this scripture you know he's letting us know that his his desires for us um his commandments and um this is not the first time he said this um he he issued this same decree to the Israelites in the old testament Right. Um, so obviously it's something of importance for somebody when your parents repeat something over and over again or a teacher, or whatever, it's because repetition, you want it to be built in you. Right. And so definitely with this, you know, um, you, you want the God, you want God to be really the center, you know, of, of, of your life. I know, you know, center of your joy. We heard, we hear songs like that, yes. but, but it's true. You want, you want him to be at the forefront because, and I think we've said it in previous episodes, but once he's at the top, you know what I'm saying? Everything else will literally fall into place. Um, and he's the creator. Like, why wouldn't you want, you know, like, I know definitely a relationship, but also in the same way you have to have balance and give reverence that he is God. He is the creator. He is right. the beginning and the end. He was before time. He works outside of time. And so in that same way, you also have to give him reverence for who he is and his status and his position, which is above every name, which is above king, above kings, Lord above lords. And so you have to also recognize and realize that, that we are, we are servants and he is our Lord, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's what I, I, you know what I'm saying? That is good. Yeah. That's so good. Um, and again, as Christians, you know, we practice Christian, uh, Christianity. So that is a form of religion. Um, and with religion comes, you know, being ritualistic, following traditions, following a set routine. You know, we always go, I know for me personally, NJ, I always went to church on Sundays. You know, we talked about living lives as preacher's kids growing up. Always the first to show up to um, <laughs> service on Sundays, even if nobody else was there. Um, the first to get service started um, on Wednesday nights or whenever. You know, we had Bible study during the week. We would be one of the first ones there as well and just always serving in church. And that's cool. That's really good. You know, I, I believe that God honors that. But when she, everybody knows once you get to a certain, <clears throat> excuse me, you get to a certain moment in your life, it goes past the four walls of the church. Like, you need to be able to sit down for yourself. And especially if you're going through things, um, you may be going through a tough time. You got to be able to like sit down with yourself and be like, okay, Lord, I'm having a, a tough time with this. 
And we talked about this once before, but be transparent and be real with God. And don't try to be a catfish Christian. <laughs> don't try to, you know, pretend like I ain't got, I don't have any faults. I'm not doing anything wrong. Like, I don't mm -hmm. have any struggles. I don't have any strongholds. Like, God already know what you're dealing with. So go ahead and be real with him and ask him for help. That only comes when you seek God and you get in your own, get in your bedroom, get in your car, um, get in a quiet a quiet space and you seek God and you pray and you ask him like, Lord, help me in this area. Help me to develop faith in this area. Help me to, to step out on faith in this area. Help me to, I'm just feeling like really down and I'm doubting myself and I feel like I'm, a, I'm the only person in my family that has ever dealt with this or I feel like the black sheep of my family or, you know, the, the list goes on and on of things that you could possibly be dealing with or you're grieving right now. Somebody passed away in your family. You never thought they would pass away. Like God is there to strengthen you. He is there to uphold you. And I feel like, you know, having an authentic relationship and a real relationship with God goes past religion. You know, if if nothing if nothing else has taught me in the last two years, I'll, it'll be almost two years that the pandemic has started, right? It was like, what, March of 2020, that second week in March. Yeah, yes. I think, yeah, we're coming up on the second anniversary. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be almost yeah. two two full years of us, for me personally, us being in and out of church as far as in-person and, excuse me, Zoom and all of that good stuff. But if nothing else has taught me in this time, you know who really love God and who really want to serve God during this time. I have really seen it. Not necessarily to call nobody out, you know, because I'm worried about myself, to be honest. But during this time, like, you know if you, you've been praying, if you've been fasting, or you've been, like, you know, really seeking God on certain things because some of us have not been in a church building. So the relationship has really, like, that really matters. It has mattered more now than ever. So I think the last couple of years has probably shown a lot of people, like, hey, I need to strengthen my relationship with God. I need to pray more. I need to maybe fast from these foods, or I need to, like, just not do certain things and not go certain places. And I know a lot of things, you know, people dealt with a lot of stuff during the pandemic. They couldn't go places. They couldn't do the same stuff they've been doing. They couldn't see the same people they've been seeing. Like mm -hmm. life really hits you. You know what I'm saying? And it it's definitely just, you know, a lot. It it to me, I mean, to me the pandemic showed people's foundations, you know. Uh, because there was just so much uncertainty. Mm. Um, so people realized either their house was built on a rock <laughs> or it wasn't, you kind know, shaky ground, uh, shaky, yeah, <laughs> shaky grounds because, <laughs> you know, and, you know, you really realize, okay, do I believe God is my source? Am I freaking out and going buying all up, up the tissue <laughs> at, at the store, oh you gosh, know, yes. and what, you know, how were you acting in faith or fear? And, and that was definitely a big thing. And even to your point about religion, you know, <clears throat> excuse me and so of course there's different denominations and we've we've mentioned our denominations or whatever and so that just deals with your different practices what you do believe you should be doing what you shouldn't be doing even what day should I go to church do I believe God is telling us to come on Sunday or Saturday you know mm -hmm. and so all of that you know may be different but at the end of the day it's about relationship <clears throat> and even even God knew this and so he put it in the good book we call the bible and so in Romans 14, um, I can't remember the scripture off the top of my head, but 
He says, let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Mm. I think it's verse five. I think it's Romans 14, um, verse five, but it's let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. And verse, okay, I pulled it up. Verse six goes on to say, he that regardeth the day, regardeth unto the Lord. And he that regardeth not that day to the Lord, doeth not regard it. So basically, if I think that Sunday is the day I should be praising God, then as long as I'm fully persuaded and believe that that's what God's for me and I'm doing it to his glory, God's going to be okay with that. Exactly. And and it's, it's all in decency and in order. I'm not saying you should go out and, you know, so do some crazy and, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a snake bite because I know God going to heal me. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about <laughs> testing the Lord that God or doing stuff that is clearly outside of his will and that represents his nature mm-hmm. um, and trying to slap Jesus on it. Not that. But, you know, let every man be fully persuaded. So if you believe in, you know, I need to go to church on Sunday or I should not be drinking alcohol at all or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I shouldn't cut my hair. You know, it's different um, interpretations clearly of the Bible and what people takes is God, what God expects of me and what God, God does not expect of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we're saying at the root of it all, it should be your heart and desire to please God with what you're doing with what you're saying, which how, with how you treat people. Um, if you're doing it to the glory of God, God is going to reverence that. And again, it should reflect his love. So it should bear some good fruits as we, I think we mentioned that it should, it should bear some good fruits. Now it should, mm-hmm. it should demonstrate the fruits of the spirit. Um, so if you're doing something slapping, oh, well, you know, Jesus is, is, is believing we shouldn't like, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it real trill. But for example, <laughs> which I feel I do believe this is wrong and I believe God, you know, but people that stand outside of abortion clinics and are yelling at women. And Mm. um, to me, that's fine. If you believe God is is against abortion, I'm just keeping it real. And, and, you know, as long as you're fully persuaded in that, but you are not showing love when you're yelling at people, calling them outside of their names, Mm. um, essentially judging them, telling them they're going to hell. So apparently you have somehow a God and you're telling them where they're going to go because of an action they are they are partaking in and so i just don't believe that that shows the fruit of the spirit at all that does not represent god's love and so when we yeah. go outside of the four walls as we say outside of the church and you're doing these things or saying things you have to understand that again you are an ambassador people are seeing that so you're either reeling people into god or pushing them away with mm-hmm. your actions with what you say you can wear a cross all day you can touch your bible or whatever but if your actions are not showing that of love because the bible says that's how they will know us they will know us christians his children by our love mm-hmm. because the world can hate their enemy and love those who love them but to love your enemy to love someone who maybe is not on the same page as you um maybe spiritually or uh, relationally with god to love that person that's real that's real love that's agape love that's unconditional love and that's of course the striving toward that mark um god's type of love but but that's what i just feel like we have to understand and and keep in mind as we go out yes like everything you said was spot on like sometimes i think about me growing up um and i'm sure a lot of our listeners were like this too but um Growing up in a traditional church, and I mentioned this before, I grew up in a Pentecostal type um, church, you know, background, Church of God in Christ, um, holiness, whatever you want to call it. That's kind of what I grew up in. And a lot of people, especially the seasoned saints, I hate to, to, um, I don't want to talk badly on them because they, they're the ones that, that prayed for us a lot of times and, and really, um, taught us the way, you know, taught us in Sunday school and, 
you know, taught us a good, allowed us to have a good foundation for what we know now. So I definitely don't want to um, bad mouth them. But I know some people, not everyone, but some people, they would be like, you know, we can't do this because we, you know, we're holy people. You know, God calls us to be holy. We're Christians and we can't go there. We can't do this. We can't do this. And that is so true. But you also have to do things in love, depending on the situation and the context. So I'm not saying that we need to be at a club dancing with everybody of the world. You know, not. I'm definitely not saying that. But it's certain places that you can go and still enjoy yourself and still be a Christ imitator or a Christ representer. Um, I think a lot of times they were like back in my mom's gener uh, my mom's day and, you know, even further back than that, they felt like, you know, if you wear pants, you were of the world. If you um, wore shorts, anything but a dress and a skirt, you were of the world. Um, if you went to you know, sporting events, movies, you know, anything outside of the norm, anything outside of church, they thought you were almost like devilish or evil. And of course we have grown, um, in the word so much. And even in my own denomination, like I don't, my church doesn't even teach the way they used to teach back in the day, but it's okay to enjoy your life to have a relationship with God, enjoy your life and be at peace and do things that you like to do. You don't have to be a nun and you don't have to be, um, you know, wearing skirts and dresses all the time to be considered holy. You know, uh, people should know us by our fruits. People should know us by, you know, our actions and how we love one another. You know, back, let's go back to Luke chapter 10, verse 28. It says that God commands us to, that we love God with all of our heart all of our souls and all of our minds, all of our strength. And then that we love our neighbor as ourselves. He mentions love so many times in the Bible. It's ridiculous because he wants us to know that he wants that to be ingrained in our heads to keep, to love people. How in the world can we love other people? And we being hypocrites. Mm. Mm. I, mm. Hear I hear crickets. <laughs> all right. How can we, and I told y'all, like, I've had my, my shortcomings. I've done stuff I probably had no business doing. And I made mistakes. Who am I to look at somebody with my, my nose turned down at them, or turned up at them and not give them the same grace that God gave me? And I think that's mm -hmm. just so important talking about all of this. Like, you know, it, it doesn't matter what context of church that you grew up in. Like, God wants us to love each other bring people closer and closer to him and to build up, build his kingdom. That's really what it's about. We don't need to fall into this form of legalism and, you know, ritualistic, like, okay, we got to go to church. We got to raise this much money for this. And we got to, um, we got to have this program and we got to do this. We got to do this. But what about reaching the lost souls? What about reaching the lost and found? We can't get so caught up in religion that we don't actually do what God has called us to do and be his hands and feet on earth. We doing everything in the church, but actually, you know, mm -hmm. getting people to come in. Well, what, it doesn't matter what we doing like in church, if it doesn't grow the church and get people to come and get saved, all of that is null and void, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I just feel like, you know, and I think we, we've had our private conversations about how sometimes 
there aren't many people or older saints, seasoned saints in the church that I feel like are kind of willing to walk with you mm. um, and really um, accept you. And and I, I joined Jess's church service today and it, it and her pastor brought up a, an excellent point um, about how we kind of judge people because we they've done or, or um, went through something that we or we would never consider. Like, oh, Lord, he sold drugs. I ain't never thought about, you know, I would never right. do that. Or I've never, uh, you know, cuss somebody out. Or I ain't never, you know, fought somebody. Or I've never, I've never, you know, liked the same sex as myself or whatever. I've never experienced, I'm going to say shout I've never experienced, you know, stealing or, or hurting someone. Whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And you don't understand, you, we need, I just would implore that we need more older people that are willing to even if you don't understand just your love just your presence just your understanding showing God's love that hey I may not understand it but God does but hey baby I'm here for you I'm praying for you Mm -hmm. I'm with you if you need somebody just to talk to and I just listen or give you guidance I'm here I just feel like that's missing and oftentimes you just want these people to like change their minds overnight obviously renewing comes daily but but some of the people that are out in the world don't have that support or even in the church feel like they don't have that support. And so they don't turn to the church. The church is supposed to be a hospital, you know, but instead exactly. they continue to bleed or hurt or whatever in the world because the church is going to do me even even worse, you know, or going to yes. judge me or condemn me and not, you know, help me. Like as long as I feel like once that person comes to that realization that, hey, I'm in sin. Hey, I don't have God in my life. Hey, I won't. Once they do that transition in their mind that repentance I feel like as a church we should come together or have somebody to support them you know even if it's just one or whoever and it can be on an individual basis I'm not saying the whole church got to know all their business and whatever but but I do wish there was more support um what you I mean am I let's make this conversation you're not uh uh-uh you're not wrong and I was just thinking uh maybe on another episode on another day we'll talk about discipleship of men as well like young Mm -hmm. men in the church because now i've seen a lot more um denominations and different churches both you know that have a specific denomination or (coughs) non-denomination they're beginning to establish you know ways of discipling men because Mm -hmm. especially in the black church you know you go to you go to any church on any given sunday um there's not a lot of men there you know and you might have a few deacons, you know, sprinkled in. You may have some some elders sitting on the mm-hmm. pulpit, and you may have your pastor. But um, I think a lot of times through decades and centuries of the black church, we have not discipled those men well. And women sometimes fall into the category, too, because as soon as a girl walk into church with a short, skimpy dress on, you be ready to reprimand them and, and you know, just not show them love. And it's like, you know, the mothers of the church, like I said, some, some mothers, and especially at the church that I go to, I haven't experienced them where they'll tell you in front of everybody. You know, most of the time, if you are, you know, you got on something that's a little bit too uh, short mm-hmm. and that's revealing, they'll kind of pull you to the side, maybe not, not in front of nobody, mm-hmm. or pull you to the back and be like, hey, do you, you know, you know, you kind of need to wear something a little bit longer or not as tight, maybe. Um, and like I said, I haven't been at my current church for long, but I haven't seen any like crazy out the way stuff, but mm-hmm. I just pray and hope that more people can disciple those older seasoned saints can help disciple 
the younger uh, men and women of the church so they can stay because I, I think that helps with retaining the young people. Yeah, it really when you helps show that with love. it. Mm-hmm. When you show that love, people don't run away as fast. They don't get traumatic. They don't go through as many traumatic experiences and they don't get hurt as fast because you, you continuously showing love. Some people that come to your church, they may have never been in an organized church before to where mm-hmm. they may not even know how to take the Lord's Supper. It can be mm-hmm. something as small as that and as important as that, but they may not know, you know, I heard one time and this is just a small little story. I follow another, um, I listen to a podcast and if I can remember it real quick, I think it's called blessed and bossed up. If anybody else, um, follows that podcast, but it's a black girl named Tatum. And she was saying like how she was, she had a bad experience at a church one time because they were doing the Lord's supper and to make a long story short, I think she went up to the um, to the Lord's Supper like table where they had everything out, and she was going up to get it. And either a minister, or elder, or the pastor, or somebody was like, "Are you saved? You know, are you taking that? You know, you got to make sure you're saved before you take the Lord's Supper." And she was so thrown off by that, and she was so like, like, I don't even know what word to say. She was just so thrown off that she didn't really want to participate in Lord's Supper anymore after that and she didn't want to be at that church no more just because Mm -hmm. of that and it wasn't wrong what he asked her but he could have did it in a different way he didn't have to do that in front of everybody or in front of people like he could have just took her to the side and explained like hey you know do you know the importance of this do you feel comfortable taking it this that and the third like it Mm could have been a a different series of events to lead up to that. You didn't have to just do that in front of everybody. We just have to show love and explain to people different customs and different traditions, how important, especially the Lord's Supper. Yeah. Like take the time to really explain that to people because some people don't know, you know. And in my church and other churches that I've been to, you don't necessarily have to be saved, quote unquote, to take part in it. But that's just what they believed in at their church. Yeah. And I just don't feel like you need to call nobody out on that 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 particular day at that time it's just so many ways that could have been done like yeah but but like we like we've been saying you know it just goes back you know these experiences that people have it takes one bad experience to really make you like okay I'm done and that's what life you go to one go to one restaurant you know meet a attitude server you're gonna tell everybody girl you know that waiter had an attitude or I went, you know, here to get my car service and they took forever and weren't really paying attention to me. Right. It takes one bad experience to really burn somebody. And I think, again, the church has such a heavy, like, idea, like what the world thinks about it and feels about it that, you know, it takes one bad thing and people write it off and like, see, that's why I don't go to church. That's why I don't deal with church people. Da, 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 da. Um, and so that's just something we got to keep in mind. I think we can all do better. Um, just trying to show love more. And one point I want to bring out as well with um, the latter part of the verse we've been focusing on in Luke, uh, loving your neighbor as yourself. You know, Jay has mentioned about, you know, if, if you have your own personal convictions about not doing something or doing something, that's fine. Again, be fully persuaded in that. If you feel like you serving God by not, you're not going to go to, you know, maybe a, a restaurant, a restaurant that has like secular music. Mm-hmm. That's your, that's your choice. That's between you and God right. and people shouldn't, we as Christians shouldn't be judging each other. Um, because again, that's, that's your relationship. And that's the, that's the thing about your relationship with God is personal. You know, no one can live your life for you. 
Um, people don't have a heaven or hell to send you to, thank God. Um, I'm telling you. So, um, but but keep in mind, we do want to um, represent God well. And what I mean by that is, like, kind of like Jazz said, like, you know, it's okay to have fun. Like, God doesn't, um, I think sometimes we pay him to be like this angry, wrathful God that like, you have to, you know, stay in line and do everything perfect. Like that would defeat the purpose of Jesus. If, if our actions is what granted us into heaven, that would really defeat the whole purpose of Jesus coming here Mm -hmm. because obviously we are infallible. We cannot be perfect. Um, and so when you represent Christ, well, like enjoying life is a part of that. Like you got to think about it from a world's perspective. Like if I saw a Christian and all the time they're miserable and they're stiff and they don't have fun, they don't crack a smile. Um, and they just take life. I hate to use the term but take life too seriously that's not gonna make me want to get to know this type of guy because i'm gonna be like no i don't want to serve that type of guy he seemed mean he seemed you know angry he seems very strict but we have to remember that he's a loving father and i think the father aspect you know brings in that that um intimacy that relationship piece um by recognizing that he is our father he's a loving father at that and so he wants us to enjoy the i mean he told uh, the people in the Old Testament enjoy the good of the land. Like he gave them chariots. He allowed the Israelites to conquer cities and there was gold and food already there. And You know, all of these livestock, like they enjoyed life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they did. They enjoyed the good of the land. And so in the same way, God wants us to enjoy the good of the land. He wants us to have fun. He wants to see us smiling, enjoying our family and friends and loved ones and, and you know, seeing the world that he's created, which is one of my things. I, I, I want to really get into traveling and see the world that he's created, you know, um, and, and just, you know, once you love God to me, you'll want to serve him. So it won't be, you know, rules. It won't feel like, dang, like I'm missing out because you love him so much. You will want to serve him with like the, like the scripture says, your mind, your soul, your body, you want to do things. Just like if you, if you have a significant other, that's how they're coming up. If you you really feel some type of way of them, you're going to want to express it. You're going to want to do it in your actions and your words. And so in the same way, that's how God is. Like, it won't feel like, dang, I can't, you know, get drunk no more. Like, you're not going to want to. You're going to be like, no, I want to be sober and vigilant. I want to be, you know, ready, you know, to to do whatever God has me to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it won't seem like a tasking or chore or anything like that. Exactly. Um. And touching on, just wrapping up our discussion on this, um, Jayla, she articulated, she articulated that so well. Um, again, we, I say this a lot and I be on my soapbox, so let me get clean. Um, <laughs> let me get clean, but it's so very important. This has been on my heart and I know this is something I need to, I need to pray to God about more is that God, um, that God blesses people to have you know, a church home and somewhere they can really serve and really learn about the word of God and somebody to instruct them, somebody to be in their corner. Cause there's so many people that have had so many, so many past traumas and um, different situations that have turned them away from the church. So my prayer today is that people, if you're listening and you don't have a church home, find somewhere to go. Um, if you can, if you want to access, as always, we're, we're listening ear. If you need some advice on, some places in Birmingham, if you live in the area, we can give you some some good places to at least start off and start going to. But be mindful as your relationship with God grows, your discernment is going to grow as well. Your spiritual discernment is going to be shaped more. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is 
you know, be aware of people and places that you, people that you hang, hang out with and hang around and places that you go. Like Jayla said, everybody has different, um, has different struggles. Everybody has different hangups. You may need to, to just be, just be mindful of where you go and the people that you're around. You may not be able to be friends with the people you were friends with before you start developing a relationship with God. Um, you may need to ask the Lord to, to get, you know, a more diverse group of, of friends. We talked about having a good circle of friends once before when we had Raven on the show, um, having a good support system around you. So just ask God for what you need and he will deliver every single time. But I think that was a good dis discussion on relationship versus religion. You know, you guys know us by now. We're going to continue to talk about bits and pieces of these things throughout the whole um, season. And we want you guys to know like God is your refuge. He's your strength. And you can always go to him. Don't let, you know, the fact that you've been in church your whole life just be your end all be all. Have a relationship with God for yourself and let it be authentic and, and build that relationship so you can build your spiritual discernment and know where you need to go and who you need to be around. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's um, hop into our next segment, which is our scripture of the week. And so this week, my scripture is John chapter 14, verses 16 through 17. And again, this is coming from the Amplified Version. The Amplified Version, you guys, has really been blessing me. <laughs> That's probably why I've been on it um, so much lately. But uh, verse 16 says, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another. And the A-Claw said, a helper, a comforter, an advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, stand by all of these things are characteristics of our other names for the holy spirit to be with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart because it does not see him or know him but you know him because he the holy spirit remains with you continually and will be in you so god promised you know in the new testament that when you know his son jesus died on the cross you know, once he left, you know, he would not leave us destitute. He would not leave us by ourselves, that we would have a comforter and we would have the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us in his absence. And so when we get saved and when we, you know, confess that God is our, um, is our personal Lord and Savior and we accept God, you know, the Holy Spirit, we also ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And we ask that, you know, he leads us and he guides us every single day. We may not can see Jesus, you know, as a as a living, breathing, physical person, but the Holy Spirit is everywhere. You know, the presence, I can feel the Holy Spirit's presence even within my house, in my car, at my job. He's everywhere. All we got to do is call upon him and um, he'll show up, he'll be there and he's present. Um, and use the Holy Spirit today to love people. <laughs> love Amen. people. It's so hard to do it within our fleshly bodies. Like my pastor was talking about that this morning. We cannot love each other in our own human bodies. We have got to ask God to help us love people that despitefully use us, that talk bad about us, that start rumors about us, that treat our family members wrongly. Um, we have to ask the Holy Spirit to come into our hearts and change us so we can treat others, other people right. Amen. And make sure you love yourself. Be kind to yourself. Love yourself. You know, you can't treat those. You, hurt people hurt people. If you out here being hard on yourself, and I'm talking to myself, um, you know, down talking yourself, or dang, I ain't never going to do this. I always did this. Da, 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 da. You know, be kind of yourself. But that's it on that. Um, my scripture of the week is Romans 8, 
verse 38 through 39, and I'm going to read the New International Version, NIV. Um, so verse 38 says, for I am convinced, this is the right of Paul, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, verse 39, neither heights nor depths, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And um, I just want to say that scripture is, 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 I mean, all of God's word is so good. But this always lets me know, no matter how far I may feel from God, um, or you may feel, no matter how many bad things you've done or the lifestyle you're living that you feel like is not pleasing, um, he still loves you. I mean, you know, wherever you're at in life, no matter how far, no matter, and, and um, I think the Holy Spirit is really pressing on me, anybody dealing with suicide, um, just know that he, he still loves you whatever whatever you feel you are he still loves you it, it you can have a lot going on in your life and I don't know why God is pressing on my my, my heart but God if, if anybody is listening to this and dealing with suicide or having those thoughts that even if you're not you have it you know self-harm you're cutting your arm or you're you're burning yourself whatever you're doing um just know that God loves you and he he, he loves you nothing can step I mean no matter no matter what you've been through I know some people have been through a lot. There are a lot of hurting people in the world. But just know nothing can separate you from his love. And I want you to keep that in mind. And keep that in mind for your friends and whoever else that you can share the good news that he loves you. And that's that's it on that. <sighs> Let me get myself together. Yes. I just got a heart. Yeah, that's just crystal that on my heart. Look. But um <laughs> so I, I totally understand. Holy Spirit be having his way up in here, y'all. You feel me? Ooh. But um, on the lighter note, <laughs> church <laughs> announcements, <laughs> we do want to shout out uh, Chrissy and Sissy YouTube channel. Um, so this is by a friend of the show, Jamise and Miss Christina. Um, so they have a YouTube dedicated to like Sunday school lessons um, and they're geared toward children. Am I correct? Uh, most of the time. Um, yes, it's, it's okay. geared to children, but from what they, they've seen in their growth over the last couple of years, like older older people listen to it as well so it's it's growing yeah so anybody you can get some out of that and again that's uh chrissy and sissy c-h-r-i-s-s-y um and uh sissy s-i-s-s-y um wonderful channel they definitely are growing and god is blessing them because there's definitely a, a niche um that you don't see often i mean i ain't gonna lie i go to youtube for makeup tutorials and hair stuff but um <laughs> I mean, you know, if if the world is on there, why can't we bring Christ on there? You know, so definitely mm -hmm. um, support them. So shout out. Also, Jamise from that channel also has a teacher's blog. So she is a elementary school teacher. Shout out to all our teachers. Shout out to Jamise. Um, I know right now, especially in this pandemic, y'all are overworked and underpaid. So mm -hmm. God, give y'all strength. We, we continue to pray for y'all here on the SALT podcast. Um, but she has her blogs of her day. Um, she has a lot of different series on there. So if you're an educator or you're just interested in seeing the life of a teacher, check that out. That is Jamise, um, her teacher's vlog as well. Um, and again, we will, by the time we air this, Valentine's Day will have passed. But we want to say a happy Valentine's Day to all our lovers. Um, if you're married, if you're dating, if you're single, which I am. <laughs> uh, love yourself on that day. Treat yourself. I tr I treated myself this weekend. I bought myself a little little perfume and like 
whatever just whatever honestly whatever I wanted I hate to say but I bought myself some little jewelry but I do that all the time honestly I hate this I I really am helping that the Lord will help me with my, my spending habits <laughs> but treat yourself man love yourself call your right. mom call call your grandma let them know that that you love them or your siblings or whoever your friends you know and just just embrace love man it ain't gotta be you know you ain't gotta be sad ain't nothing to be sad about <laughs> but um that's all I got to say. Jazz, you want to close us out? Close us out with prayer. Yes, absolutely. Father God, we thank you. We bless you. Uh, we lift your name up higher than ever before today, Lord God. We magnify you. We give you glory, Lord God. Thank you again for this platform to be able to reach the lost and found, Lord God. Um, continue to just give us what to say and how to say it, Lord God, in a way to present you to other people, Lord God. We pray right now that whoever is listening to this, if they're battling um, certain circumstances and situations such as suicide or they're grieving, Lord God, from the loss of a loved one or someone they really cared for, Lord God, please strengthen them right now, Lord God. Lord God, cling to their hearts right now, Lord God. We know the word says if we just call upon the name of the Lord, you'll be there, Lord God. And we just know the Holy Spirit is comforting their hearts right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Please continue to, to bless our channel, bless all of our listeners and their families. Continue to cover us with your, with your precious blood, Lord God. We love you. We thank you, Lord God. Um, continue to just bless anyone that is without someone, a significant other during the season, Lord God, help them to know that you love them. And most importantly, help them to love themselves, Lord God, if they need therapy, if they need, um, any other assistance, if they need friends, Lord God, they need somebody to be around them as a support system. We thank you in advance for helping them right now, Lord God, for finding their group, um, and circle of support, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. And until next time, Lord God, continue to cover us. Keep us from all hurt, harm, or danger, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. And we ask all these things in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Beautiful prayer. Well, that's it, y'all. That's going to wrap up our first episode of season two. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe um, to our page on Apple, Apple <laughs> iTunes, Apple Podcasts, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I can get that out. Spotify, wherever else you stream um, podcasts. Um, check us out on Facebook as well as Instagram at We Are The Salt Podcast. Um, but y'all, as you know, be the flavor the world needs. We love y'all. Be blessed. Bye. Liking what you heard so far? Well, let us know what you think by leaving a comment or rating on Apple Podcasts or our Instagram page. Details are listed in the description box.